Hari gave his wife a nudge. Look, Leela, India. She raised her eyes from the newspaper she had been pretending to read and looked out of the aeroplane window. There was nothing much to see yet. A vast brown land mass shot through with green, waterways that looked like trickles from this distance, those paper-thin fields upon which the country depended for nourishment. We'll soon be flying over Delhi, Hari said, trying to contain his excitement. Connaught Place, Humayun's Tomb, India Gate, the Yamuna River. Do we really fly in over the city? Leela asked. She doubted it. The airport was in the southwest. But Hari wasn't listening. It's changed completely since you were here last. Beyond the river, there's so much development now. Those jungly places in the south, where it was scrubland and dust, nothing but houses, offices everywhere, and new roads and cars of all types from all over. Leela nodded. She had heard this wonderful story many times before. The tamarisk and mango groves magically transformed into high-rise blocks, the housing colonies and markets that had sprung up along the river, and, above all, the arrival of the flashing, beeping icons of modernity, cell phones, cappuccino, chain stores. You'll see, Hari said. It's not the city you left behind. We'll see, she agreed. She looked down again at the newspaper in her lap. A smiling stewardess had placed it in her hands as they boarded the flight. It was a Delhi tabloid, the Delhi Star, with yesterday's date on it, Thursday, 8 November, 2001, a paper which Hottie's money had helped to finance. For the past seven hours, she had let it lie there unopened, as if by ignoring it, she might be able to defer the moment of return indefinitely, just as during the past twenty years she had avoided any news from India. No stories of her aunts, she had none, of the Congress party, she wasn't bothered, of the fate of its poets, its radicals, its rivers. She blocked out these things she loved with scrupulous, ruthless care. Hadi, for his part, had always done his best to bring these chaotic noises to her door. When his work took him into Jackson Heights, he would return to their apartment near the Met, tenderly bearing boxes of guavas or mangoes. She knew from the smudge of red on his forehead and a particular glassy look in his eye that he had visited the temple. It was even worse after his journeys back to Delhi. Then his clothes smelt different, his speech sounded foreign, and the temple look had taken hold of his person, so that as he unpacked brocade silk saris for her from his suitcase and sandalwood soap, and news of his brother Shiva Prasad's latest outrage, and breathless accounts of the effects of economic liberalization, she always knew what would follow. Shall we go back in the autumn? He would plead as he placed the empty suitcase back in the closet. Just for a holiday, to Carol or Goa? But each time she shook her head. There's nothing for me now in India, you know that. And he would nod, resigned to this empty verdict, until the next time. As the pilot's voice came over the tannoy, warning the passengers to fasten their seatbelts for the descent into Delhi, Leela lifted the newspaper in her hands, weighing it, as if its heft might tell her something. Then she bit her lip and fixed her eyes on the front page, where there was a story about the deal Pakistan's military dictator had done with the Americans, and a photograph of India's right-wing Hindu prime minister, a man whose thick-set, sleepy-looking face belied his sinister, sectarian politics. A column along the bottom told of a cultural détente between the two neighbors involving the exchange of important antiquities. It was just as she had thought, under the glitter, the same old India. There's an article about Professor Chaturvedi's wife, Hari observed, without looking round from the window.
Is there? Leela said. Her heart began to pound. She wrote poems, Hari observed. Her husband, Professor Chaturvedi, had them published after she died. Really? She flicked quickly through the inside pages, her eyes glancing over photographs of Delhi's high life. At the news from the provinces, she turned to the back, to the finance and cricket. I can't see it, she said, trying to keep her voice steady. It's in the culture section, Hari said. A new poem by her has just been discovered. What a literary family my niece is marrying into. You will find it interesting to meet them at the wedding, I am sure. Indeed, Leela said.